Welcome to Western Petals. This is Leslie. And uh, we're at the top of Leslie's block. And we're going to see what we find at the end. I um, Today is, this evening has begun. The Shabbat. And uh, I was looking at something on uh, YouTube. And it um, they addressed about a young woman who had two kids and she was married or had a had to had her man living with her in her home and uh, she was walking her infant and her two-year-old in the rain down the street to her mother's house or, or his mother's house one or the other he was at home, not doing anything, doesn't have a job, not trying, not trying to be with her as she tries to work. And the commentary, the, uh, the commenter or the, the uh, video blogger, however you want to call him, you know, he remarked on how sorry this man is for allowing his woman and his children to be walking in the rain when he could have at least tried to do something. He should be holding down a job somewhere. So I thought about that, you know, and I, I you know, I'm, I'm sure other people um, have seen something similar, you know, a young woman in a relationship, you know, I don't know if she loves him to the point that she can't see the truth of the situation necessarily, or, you know, if she feels stuck because now she got these two kids by him and feels like nobody's going to want her, what have you. You know, once the deal is done, you got to deal with the fallout. And I know it's a, it's a lot of men that would say, well, you know, she laid up with him. You know, she had two kids with him. And, you know, uh, you get what you get. That's your fault. And I understand that point of view. But I also understand that men need to teach other men that laying around on a woman, allowing her to take care of him. And uh, that kind of thing is shameful. That is something that other men should tell each other when they see it happening. You know, um, some men just say, well, you know, that's that man's business. I'm not going to interfere in, in that. And, um, you know, that's their life. But if you're his friend and you're taking care of home, take care of your wife and children, if you have them, my girlfriend, you know, if y'all have that live-in situation, then why? how can you be friends with someone like that? You know, I've, I know for a fact that most of us women would be friends with a, with a girl, a young girl like that, and tell her that 
of what she was doing and it was unnecessary. And to tell her that it was unnecessary before the second child came along, probably before the first one. And, you know, and I admit women can be stubborn when it comes down to who they're with and who they love. And not quick to throw in the towel, even if he's sorry. So, what I want to say is that while our young people are still single with no children coming up at home, you know, we got to take time out to invest in them. We just don't go and have babies and just allow them to grow up. You know, the reason we are giving children is to teach them so that they can become productive human beings, not just to allow them to grow up, you know, and not tell them anything and then release them on the world. Young girls should learn this early. Young men should learn early. That adult life is not a game. People aren't playthings. You don't use them and discard them. You don't abuse the love that they feel for you. And that can be done. A man can do it. A woman can do that. It's, you know, we have to be a little bit more thoughtful. A lot more thoughtful. And consider our actions. You know, my... uh, I have three children, and I raised the three of them to look for certain things. Um, my daughter, you know, I told her, you know, if a man can't take care of you, he has no reason to be with you, you know. Um, situations, you know, arise, life happens. But initially, if you are dealing with a man that can't and won't, you know, take care of you, then what is the point of being with that person? Because as I explained to her, you know, you get pregnant, you're home. Hopefully, you know, taking care of that child. And and my my daughter married a, a great guy and I see that they are good to each other. And she's raising, you know, She's caring for their son while he brings in the money, you know. And he's helpful even still, you know, to her. So around the house sometimes, you know, he does things. It's, it's you know, no big deal, but he doesn't do the primary things around the house. She does. That's her. She's playing her position. I know some people will say, ah, roles. What you mean, roles? Everybody has a role. I think when we take the roles away, and confuse things that we create chaos. And if you look at America now, look at the United States, it's chaos. It is a lot of people who don't know what to do with themselves. Relationships don't work because everybody's trying to play each other's parts. I, you know, I've often said, if you listen to my podcast in the past, um, I always say that 
you know, when you are getting into a relationship, you're meeting someone, you know, no matter how you feel about them, no matter if, you know, if you're highly attracted to them or you think they're the bomb, bibbity jam, <laughs> from the beginning, you need to wait. And I said, don't get sexually involved. Sex confuses life and it colors how you see things. It makes you, you know, think you're looking at a prize and you're looking at a ding dong. And male or female, anyone, either one could be a ding dong. I'm just saying, if you slow down and take your time and talk, have conversations, you know, I say that you need four seasons, at least four seasons for them to become relaxed around you, you know, when they quit trying to impress you. When they're just being themselves and watch how they treat the people around them, how they treat, you know, especially when we talk about younger people, how they treat their friends, how they treat their parents, how they treat their siblings, you know, you're going out to dinner or to the movies, how do they treat service people, you know, are they nice to them or are they assholes, you know, it is um imperative that you watch these things because this is clues as to who you're dealing with if you're dealing with women if you're dealing with a man who doesn't work doesn't feel like he should work he's gonna make every excuse not to work it's gonna be something wrong with the job it's gonna be something wrong with the people at the job it's going to be something wrong with this, something wrong with that. It's always going to be an excuse for why he's not at work or why he lost his job. And if you give it a year without him touching you, if, it, if he hangs around, because a lot of them nowadays, if they ain't going to get none, they're, gonna, they're not sticking. But if he sticks around, you peep his game. You peep how he gets down, what he does. You know, and if he's courting you, dating you, some people call it because to me I think it's courting you know you're seeing if this is the person that you want to marry and I think when that happens um, you know this person should have things certain things you should have a place to live you should have a car because those are needful things you know he should be able to take care of himself because if you marry him to go to take care of you not saying that you don't have that you can't work or whatever but if you get pregnant you want to be able to be home with your child i you know i know a lot of career women out here they believe in you know they get pregnant they they had a baby and you know a few months later maybe they go back to work and the baby's in child care Baby's being raised by somebody else, basically. And their ideals are being pushed on baby because it's just how it is. So, take the time to find out who you're dealing with. Young men, same thing. Take the time to find out who she is. You know, you don't want to, nobody wants to marry a hoe, male or female. 
Nobody wants that. No man wants to find out his woman is sleeping around or being well used or anything like that. He don't want to know that. He don't want to find that out. It changes how he sees it. And even though we live in a society, modern day, that says men uh, are you know, sexually active and they, they're going to do these things and we kind of expect men not to be uh, chased. But a woman who's looking for a good guy is not looking for a whoremonger. She's not looking for somebody who's going to be laying up with every chick he runs into. And hopefully not God forbid he's bisexual. Or she is. You know, so we we have to take some time. Let them meet your family. Bring that person around your family. Because you, you need to see how they would treat your family. What kind of respect do they show in your parents' house? Will they push the envelope? Does it think they can? Or will they respect the home of your parents? That text tells you a lot. Will they respect the parent the home of their parents? Tells you a whole, whole lot. You know, it's a work called vetting. We don't do that. We don't vet. We don't bother to find out who we're talking to. And so, oh, well, don't nobody want to do that. That's old-fashioned. It's slow. Don't nobody want to do that. Well, you know what? If that person don't want to do that, that's not the person for you. Somebody else is coming along who's going to want to get to know you, who's going to want to find out if you are the one for them. Who doesn't want to just lay you down. And that's male and female. That's going Because there's a lot of women who, who lay you down. They lay you down before they get in a relationship with you. Because they want to know what you got going on. In that department. And that's a very true thing. Very true statement. Men want to do it too. You know. It's just. It's, it's very sad. I um I raised my sons and my daughter uh, by myself. Someone said, "Well, you know, you didn't have a father in the house. How did you teach your children? You know, how how you gonna raise young men without a man in the house?" And my answer to that is Torah. You know, keeping Torah, keeping law. Doing the things that the Most High commanded and abstaining for what He said, do not do. It's a lot to be said about raising children according to Torah, at least as best you can, because I wasn't perfect. I'm just not going to tell that tale. But, um, you know, you're giving them something, you're putting something in their innards. Something for them to use. I was talking to my daughter the other day. I think it was the other day, recently. And, um, you know, she was saying, you know, they learned things from me. I didn't shelter them necessarily. I let them see things. You know, even certain movies that would come on where stuff would happen that was a little risque in the movie. I would say, I'll stop them. 
I'm gonna stop it, especially if I, it was a video. I'll stop it and go, you know, that's not how you act. And I would explain why I say what I say, you know. And that happened from the time they were young until they got to be, you know, grown, you know. It was things that I did to try to let them see what the world was, but to point out what not to do. Now, if some, you know, those of you that have listened to my podcast, you know that I was, that I, you know, of my three kids, I had one that gave me a lot of trouble back then. And he turned himself around, and I thank the most I for that. So, it wasn't perfect. And I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that his father wasn't there. He's one of those young men that um, looks to other men, you know, for direction, which is normal, you know. But he wasn't wanting to hear what mama had to say when he got to his preteen, teenage years, especially. No, I say, I'm going to say teenage years. He was, you know, he got to be a little hard to control and to deal with. My youngest son, you know, he was more thoughtful, just, you know, ready, more ready to listen to mama, you know, as well as my daughter. So, you know, it ain't nothing perfect, but you have to take the time to try. You know, my son, the one that, the one that had the wild hair, he is one to stand up. He's not lazy. He goes to work. He takes care of, you know, as much as he can, his family. So, I mean, it's something to be said about taking the time out to tell your kid, hey, going out there and having sex and getting the people who don't who don't meet the criteria of your family, you know, is not a good idea. The only thing is, is that if people aren't setting criteria, a lot of women I see today who have teenage daughters are you know, daughters that are coming into their teen years, it's like they don't know what to say to them anymore. They don't know not to allow a preteen teenager to wear makeup to where she looks like she's a grown woman or to wear low-cut blouses or little mini skirts like she's a grown woman making her own decisions. Those aren't the things that you're supposed to Teach your children, in my opinion. We have to show modesty, humility. You know, I raised my daughter with a healthy dose of self-esteem. And uh, because I wanted her to be okay with who she was and how she looked. And not to allow anybody else to make her feel less than. And in telling that, I also, you know, was instructing her on the kind of guy, you know, she would want. It paid off. My boys, I got one son who's in college, about to graduate. And, um... Another one that's trying to get himself together. But I know the values 
that I put into them. You know, and no, I'm not a man, but I raised two men. You know, stand up kind of guys. And I think the most high for all three of them. So, it can be done. But you gotta try. And you gotta start early. You can't wait till the teenagers to start talking to you. Because by that time, their ears is trying to shut up on you. Because they're listening to their little friends. And getting into the opposite sex. And all those things are happening. So, when you start in, you start in when they're young. Talking to them about things that at certain ages, they can comprehend. Learning about their bodies. Learning about their places in the world. Learning about the world. But you're there to guide them. To show them what that's supposed to be like. I had saw um, I saw something. What was it? Oh, it was an article. No, it wasn't an article. It was a, a post. And, it's, and it was saying that you charge your teenager or your, it was an 18-year-old. You charge your 18-year-old rent to live in your home. That's, you know, is that right or wrong? So, I saw a lot of comments. A lot of people were like, oh, why would you do that? You don't have to charge your child rent to live with you. That's so wrong. And, you know, and some people were like, well, you know, what's, what's wrong with that? You know, it's teaching them that they, they're not going to get uh, a free ride in this world. You got to pay your way. And my thought is this. Yes, instill that. Especially your boys. Instill that in them. You know, that rent has to be paid. It ain't got to be extravagant, crazy. And you can throw it in a bank account if that's what you want to do. To where when they do move, they got a stash. But you got to instill in them the ability to know that they got to pay their way. And they got to take care of themselves. And if they don't choose to do that, and they don't uh, seem to want to, and they're just lazy, that they don't deserve a woman. They don't deserve a woman. Because they can't take care of themselves. How are they going to take care of her and a possible baby if you can't take care of you? It's a very, very sad thing to watch a young man choose nothing and it's and it's even worse to see a young girl choose to be with and make her road hard hard so all I'm saying is you know take the time out teach your babies. Love them enough to show them what it is to be an adult. Start early. Kids are smart. You know, make it age appropriate. But keep going. Keep teaching. So that when we look at them as adults, we know we weren't perfect, but we did our best by them. Because if you don't, Believe me, you're going to know. You're going to feel it. And if 
you got any kind of integrity in you, you're going to be ashamed. Because now this child is crippled. And you got to try to hold his hand a little bit. Or her hand. So, take the time out to think about those choices about your kids. And I hope anybody that's listening will do so. I hope any young woman who is with a guy who doesn't doesn't want to be productive, doesn't want to take care of her and his children, I hope you find it within yourself. The you inside of you that is enough and will not allow anyone to treat you like junk. Pick up. If that's your home, put him out. You know, tell him, look, go get yourself together. Get it together, you come back. But you gotta stay on it. And if you don't want to do that, then honey, you're gonna have to get it in your head that you gotta stand up and you gotta do this. But you ain't gotta do it with him. Young men, take care of yourself. Do what you need to do to stand up on your own two feet as a man, not your mama's baby boy. A grown man. Okay. <laughs> and those things are running through my head. Whenever I, I have, um, whenever I see things that just kind of um, make me think, make me feel some type of way about what I'm saying, I have to get on here. I don't know if I should call this a, a, blog, a blog or my diary. I don't know. <laughs> but there's a need in me to help. So I was in there. You know. And I think that if we have something to impart as children of the Most High Yah, we need to impart it. Now I don't know how many people will hear this. But I hope that you find something within it to help you and yours. Okay. I'm going to wrap this up. This is Leslie with Wisdom Petals. Shalom.